So no. first generation <laughs> entrepreneur, like, bro, how do you show up in those spaces? Talk to me a little about what does that look like? Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> lie to you. I think it's about, you know, when you get in the room, you shine. Okay. You, you know, like, if you ask to get in the room, yeah. do what you say you're going to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, I used to be real, like, try to be real, uh, what you call it? Politically correct okay. in okay. these space. Uh, as I grew in this space, now I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, dog. You, you. If you value me, yeah, and the work that we've shot, the success that we've done, then I don't have to put a a bow on me. I'm yeah. not kissing. Yeah. I'm not yeah, doing yeah, none yeah, of that sure. anymore. Um, I play the game. Yeah, in a to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but. I want to be comfort, comfortable and confident in myself yeah. to the point that y- you hiring me yeah. and not a shell of me and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A button up version yeah, of me. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. I want, you know, and that took time to get to and that yeah. took like work and success and mm-hmm. to allow you to have that confidence. But, you know, you walk in these rooms and you, you understand like these folks have cities, yeah. states, Countries, I mean, organizations and communities to support and run mm-hmm. and, and uplift and build. Man, it's like you a sidekick to that. You, are, yeah. you know, you you are an agent to support them in their space. And, sure. and you know, what you the the skills and the uh, insight and the things that mm-hmm. you bring to that room can make make a break them. Yeah. You know, yeah. that future. You know, you got people that run for office and them like. The type of materials you design, the type of storytelling <laughs> you tell could help them win yeah. or lose a, a race. Yeah. yeah, so you don't take that lightly. So, man, if you're going to come in them rooms, don't come in them rooms happy to be there like that. Yo, what's going on, Equity Chasers? Listen, I know you guys are enjoying the episode. Real quick, I know that you guys have already subscribed to the channel, so that's not why I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you guys because we have some major things that we're gonna be rolling out. So what I need you to do is pause the video, go down to the description. Right above the description of the video, you're gonna see a link. That link is gonna give you access to our email list. I need you to subscribe. So when we roll out some of these things, you'll be one of the few that can get into the room. What are we gonna roll out? We're gonna be opening up our studios this summer. We're gonna be letting you guys come in. We're gonna be letting you guys watch us record live. We also have some live events planned. We have a lot of things that we're gonna be rolling out for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to take your business, your game to the next level this summer. You're gonna wanna hit that email list and tap in. So look, let's do this. Let's get back to the video. Thank you. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, I have gotten in the habit of saying this, but I'm telling you guys, y'all want to get a pen and a pad. This is going to be an extremely important uh, conversation for the culture. Uh, as we get more financial literate, uh, we're starting to move in directions about how do you start companies, how do you scale, how do you grow, how do you sell, how do you get acquired. So, man, I got a, a longtime friend, bro, childhood friends, yeah, grew up so. together, yeah, man, uh, so. with us today. So, my boy, Kenneth Worlds, man. Kenneth, what's going on with you, bro? What's going on, man? Pleasure to be here, man. man Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Look, dude, I've been following uh, your journey here over the last few years, and 
it's, it's so crazy because our journeys and it kind of mimics a yeah, lot of yeah. you know what I'm saying the, the the goals and things that we've been able to hit, man. So I'm excited yeah. to to jump into uh, to your background, man, and, sure. and expose uh, the equity chases to your to your story, bro. Nice, nice. I appreciate it, man. And shout out to the equity chases. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> so look, bro, let's jump into this. We're gonna talk acquisition, man. So you've okay. been uh, fortunate, bro, and I I don't see this much. You know what I'm saying? People start companies, grow them, scale them, and then yeah. sell them. Yeah, this yeah. is kind of a new thing, man. But you you've accomplished it, you know, yeah. with your with your company, man. So let's dive into it, man. First of all, how does it feel, man, to to get a to start a company from the ground up and get acquired? You know, man, I think it's you know, um, it's, you you got mixed feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think first off, I think it's it's a dream, and so to be able to put a dream to paper to, and then bring it to life. I think it's um it's a, a beautiful feeling. Yeah. Especially uh, in this world where a lot of folks don't yeah. uh set the dream, follow through yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and see it come to uh come to life. So I think it's it's beautiful um to see it happen. And mm-hmm. then it you know just reaffirm you that you know you could do anything you put your mind to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but then on the other end of the spectrum it's like you create these babies and you yeah. go through the trenches with these babies and um even though you know they have to go yeah it's tough <laughs> to see them go yeah. and see other people put their hands on them and uh it's cool man it's, it's a cool experience but i think it's one of them things where i think um as black entrepreneurs we got to get really comfortable with so that we could keep doing them yeah yeah and, you know and so for me it was like i know this hurts yeah but i got to go through it because this ain't gonna be the the last time I sell something. Yeah, right? man. And so, um, it's a it was a dope experience. I, I learned a whole lot through the deal. Yeah. Um, which made me like, dang, now I want to go to school for M and A. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. it's a whole lot. <laughs> it's a whole other world. Yeah. But it's beautiful, man. So I think you know how you do your deal is different. You know, um, how you protect the the brands that you 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 selling and you, you yeah. know, um. I think it's I think it's a, a great experience to to be a part of that to yeah. see it, um, and then be an educator on it, you know, for my friends yeah, and the yeah. folks that, that surround me. Well, that's probably the most exciting part about that whole journey of acquisition is because we don't necessarily have the blueprint. Being right. that person is like, yo, this is what you need to do. For sure, man, it's it's so rewarding, and that's what I want to dive into, man. So talk to me about this because I know. We're familiar with the home buying process. Yeah. You, know, you got to get your credit right. Yep. You know, you got to make sure you got your down payment. Yep. Uh, they look at debt to income, all these things before. Then you look for a house. You get the inspection. You know, we, we know the format that goes along with yeah. buying a house. Yeah. But we don't know the format that goes selling along with company. selling the company. Yeah. So talk to me about that, bro. What are some of the first things that you, they look at when they when you start to put your company on the, uh, on the market? Well, so my deal was a little more uh, lighter. Okay. Then, then the average deal where they putting it on the market to the public. Okay. Um, Miles was with a relationship we had already had. Gotcha. And so, um, uh, uh, my brother, uh, Tristan Wilkinson, we've done a lot of work together. Okay. Um, we started our agencies around the same time. Okay. Um, and so we had already had a relationship. Yeah. We was already really doing a certain uh, things together. So, it 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 was a just a. This makes sense yeah. for both of us okay. at this very moment. Um, and so one of the things that I had to do is, you know, similar to like to getting your credit, you got to find out, you know, how much your company worked. For sure. Right? For and sure. so we did an evaluation on our company to find out how much we 
we worked, which yeah. is not only good to find out, you know, the number, but to find yeah. out all the other aspects of your companies, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and in reality, man, it was really good to even just gather all this stuff. Yeah. To have, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, a process. Yeah. yeah, you know. And so the, the, they were asking me, "We need this. We need this." And I'm like, "Okay, cool, cool." Yeah. And so um, finding out your, how much your company worked, how much your company, uh, you know, could sell for, yeah, is is one of the first steps. And yeah. so. Then once you get those numbers, you start to analyze the deal from your perspective. Yeah. Like what makes you happy in that deal? For sure, for sure. You know, where you want the company to go, how you want to protect it, you know. Yeah. And so um in my situation, it was one of those things where um we we hand over the power of the company to you, mm-hmm. but we want that brand to still live on. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's so, important. You know, so um being able to write out your your what you want, you yeah. know. So I had to build out a whole proposal. Okay. All right. Where well, you have all of the details of your company, like a, uh, you know, like a proposal for a client or something. Yeah. Yeah. But you go more in detail with like over the last three years of you know the past and where you going in the future. Yeah. Um, being able to put your financials in it, uh, okay. uh, in that proposal. Uh, and then your demands. Mm-hmm. I guess it's demands, but whatever you know yeah, what yeah. you ask for, and so. Able to list out what I wanted for myself, what I wanted for three I, what I yeah. wanted for the staff. Okay, I was able to ask all those different pieces, and then, you know, presented it to uh, their team. Yeah, and we went back and forth on the negotiations. For sure, right? And so, uh, it was super interesting going in that uh, approach. Yeah, uh, I I think you know I got to learn a lot about the inner workings of. What makes a company valuable? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in that situation. <laughs> well, let me ask you that because I think most people would be surprised on what makes the company valuable. What, yeah. in, in your due diligence as you was going through this process, what did you notice the the big things where that made the company valuable? Man, so so with my my industry is is is, is clients, right? Uh-huh. And so uh, having a marketing agency is about having a book of business, yeah, right? And so having uh, a book of business mm-hmm. is super valuable for an agency, yeah. but then the type of book of business, okay. right? Okay. And so for us, it was, you know, do you got clients? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, are they short-term clients or long-term yeah. clients? How long they've been with yeah. you? Yeah. Well, we got a we got a twelve-month contract with them or a two-year contract with mm-hmm. them, and that's way sexier than somebody that's doing a three-month project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what yeah. I'm saying? And so, learning and, and, and for us. We was at, we had a mixture okay. and we had some really solid long term contracts mm-hmm. with us that made us super sexy. Gotcha. Um, and we didn't know like that was making us sexy because yeah. again we yeah. wasn't going into the deal when we was getting those contracts mm-hmm. to sell the company for sure for sure. But it, it worked that like yeah. these are valuable uh, clients, um, long term clients that that makes us very marketable mm-hmm. because people don't want to purchase a company and then have to start over. Yeah. From scratch with yeah. these, uh, with that company, so for sure. And that was going to be one of my questions, man. To you, did you initially start the company? Actually, before we even get there, I was going to ask you if you started the company with the intent of selling. But kind of just give us a little bit of framework around Three I, uh, just so people can kind of know the marketing firm and kind of what you focused on. And then, uh, like I said, did you initially start the company to to sell? Yeah. So Three I Creative Communications. Um, has evolved from what I'm about to say. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but initially, it was they a, always do. Bro. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Three Eye uh, was a social impact uh, marketing uh, agency. Okay. Um, one of the first in the state of Tennessee that wow. helped uh, do good brands and organizations, increase engagement, okay. uh, uh, maximize their storytelling. Uh, and create long-lasting impact uh, okay. in the community. And so we worked with a lot of community-based projects. So we worked with governments. We worked gotcha. with nonprofits. And when it came to brands, we worked with social impact work. So yeah. cr- uh, DEI, okay. corporate okay. social responsibility, stuff like that. Uh, we worked in community development, gotcha. community engagement projects. And so uh, that's what it was. We started off in politics, okay. um, but realized uh, improving the communities was was a, uh, you had more range to do that gotcha. with all aspects as well. So that's how it's kind of expanded. Okay. Um, and and I started that 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 three I Creative Communications LLC while I was living in DC. Okay. Um, trying to get more uh, experience in politics. You know, okay. um, that political marketing space in Memphis was wasn't the uh, <laughs> how can I say this. Um, the most supportive. Yeah. It wasn't supportive here, right? Okay, I and got so, you. you know, you it's political marketing was big. It's big nationally, yeah. But locally, it's not a lot of players. Okay. And so, when I got into doing it, um, I didn't have many people to go to to get advice from. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And so, I left to try to build their education. Okay. Uh, so you went to DC specifically with this in mind, like I need to create more understanding of the industry. For sure. So you already had the idea to start the firm. Yeah, because okay. I was doing the the freelancing in the political space while okay. I was in Memphis, and so I was helping folks with their campaigns for city council, school gotcha. board, uh, state okay. rep, and so I was like, "Who else in this space? All yeah. right, <laughs> it's okay. It's me. Uh, all right." All right. Yeah. <laughs> How do I grow in this space? Uh-huh. Because this is a lane that you don't see a lot of folks in, uh-huh. but a lot of folks need it. Like, mm-hmm. what we know in America, people going to always run for office. Yeah. It's a part of, yeah. It's the and part of the system. It's, yeah. It's like life and death. Like, mm-hmm. we know there's going to always need a hospital and they're always going to need a casket. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody <laughs> running for office to yeah. lead the community. And so um, it was just a, 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 a cool, you know, I found a problem. Yeah. I found a gap yeah, in a hole. Yeah. And I went for that solution. And for so sure. to grow in this space, I needed to leave mm-hmm. um, because the resources wasn't here. Um, but that's how I was able to, and then learning DC culture yeah. and all of the things around civic there, you learn that it's more to it than just politics. And so yeah. learning nonprofit space, the foundation space, DEI and CSR, all these different avenues to yeah. really improve the lives of my folks, your folks, you know, and the community uh, as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's where the company uh, came to life in. Okay. Uh, so I was really wanting to help people, um, but I, I'm an entrepreneur, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> I, I knew selling was going to be a go because yeah. it ain't the, it's not the last thing that I wanted to do. For sure. For right. Sure. You know, I have huge goals and you know, I know you do too. So yeah, it's yeah. like, this is the steps that you need to do to get to them big goals. Yeah. And so, uh, it was always in the back of my head, okay. not really knowing uh, when mm-hmm. it was going to sell and how it was going to happen, yeah. uh, which is crazy. How long did you have the company? Uh, five and a half years. Five and a half. From, wow. That's, that's amazing, bro. It yeah. took me 10 years to go from zero to acquisition. Man. So you did it in half the time. And, and you said something that was key, man. I think uh, it, it, it sounds good, but it goes over a lot of people's head. You said that 
their steps to hitting your goal. Man. And it sounds so easy, man. It's easy to say it, but you know, you get lost in the journey sometimes because like you said, startup life entrepreneurship is, is not the most easy thing to do. No. And your mindset, bro, just listening to you kind of talk about this, to, to be willing to change states and go somewhere else to be able to acquire the information, most people wouldn't do that either. Yeah, for sure. So, man, talk to me a little bit about that. What was that journey like to D.C., man? What, what was What is some of the things that you realized once you got there that you can bring back? Man, D.C. was interesting. Uh, D.C. was interesting. Okay. I, I learned that, you know, there's cities in this country that that's really playing with big dollars. Mm, um, Memphis isn't there yet. Yeah. Um, why not, man? <sighs> so we that's got that another much time. Podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, that's another <laughs> podcast. I think I think Memphis is a over. I mean, we have a huge poor population. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of money flowing in the city. Okay. Um, and we a thing that we can talk about in the future is this concept of like we were really looking at, for black people, first-generation professionals, for yeah. real. Like, yeah. white-collar professionals. Absolutely. And so, with us having first-gen, maybe even second-generation uh, white-collar professionals, we're still learning what to do with leadership. Yeah. So, we're getting it. Mm-hmm. So, how do I utilize it to bring other folks on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I'm in charge of the procurement, mm-hmm. how do I give this this brother a million dollars, you know, to to grow and Mm -hmm. build, you know, we still learning it. And so I don't want to put it like the city is bad. Yeah, no. But it's one of them things where we're still in the infant phase of how to deal with it. You got to understand the framework. Yeah. Because it's not just, like you said, one of those things where someone is withholding. Yeah. It's just a a learning curve. Yeah, for sure. Like Atlanta had a lot of experience. I mean, with uh, Mayor Maynard, uh, when he was giving out them contracts in the 70s, being able to say, like, this is what we're doing, this is how we're doing it, yeah. you either get with it or get lost. Mm-hmm. You know, that's from the 70s, let's say, to the to the early 90s. Yeah. They had a whole lot of time to Two learn and run. get their yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. And so by the time the 90s hit, black people was winning in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. They starting labels. They mm-hmm. just, yeah. they getting to it. And so what we see in Atlanta now is mm-hmm. because of that history, the education they had of how to move dollars around to black people. Yeah, yeah. And so DC knew how to move dollars. They didn't yeah. care. Like, you know, you tell somebody you need a, a ten thousand dollar contract in yeah. Memphis, somebody flinch. Yeah. You know, yeah. you say that <laughs> you, you better add a zero yeah. to it in, in DC or wow. they ain't gonna trust you. Yeah. <laughs> you I think that the most interesting thing, yeah. bro, in some markets, price indicates the level of service yeah. that you, you can provide. Cause it's like, bro, at the service, at the level of service I need, it can't be that cheap. It can't yeah, be yeah. it shouldn't be that cheap. Uh-huh. And so and if you if you ain't valued yourself that way, then maybe this ain't the fit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Cause yeah. you know, I, I think that was big. That okay. was real big. Man, just the Conversation around dollars, yeah, was crazy. What, like, what is it? Talk to me about that, man. And I remember being in a conversation around politics uh, okay. in Memphis. For mm-hmm. so example, was like, man, we want to engage millennials, okay, in, in 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 the voting process. And so I'm talking to my friends. We all talking about it in Memphis, mm-hmm. and we like, man, we need to raise some money to get some marketing for exposure around this. Okay, and we was like, you know, how much we think we gonna need? And yeah. It was like. <laughs> Maybe five thousand uh, dollars. I think maybe it was more like fifteen hundred. Like, yeah. and we was like, "How the hell are we gonna get that?" <laughs> you know. Fast forward, I'm in that same type of conversation in DC, mm-hmm. and they was like, "All right, so we already got a hundred thousand already yeah. put up. We need to get about 
500,000, half a million dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, 500, we good. Wait, <laughs> wait, we talking 500,000 and we was just struggling trying to find five. Yeah. Like yeah. we was questioning how to get a thousand dollars. Yeah. And so just the, the, how they see money, yeah. how they able to access money, um, how they use money mm -hmm. and how it's already in the pipeline was super, super uh, exciting to be imagine, a part man. of. And so that was interesting. Another big thing at DC was like the collaboration. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know you were talking about that. We were just talking about yeah. that off camera. Talk to me about Bro, this collaboration like, piece. So I don't know who who said it, but man, it was like, look, bro, fifty percent of a million dollars is much better than a hundred percent of zero. Yeah. Or a hundred percent of a hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, like, man. We be trying to get it all. Yeah. And then we end up missing it all. Mm -hmm. And so, like. Everybody worked together yeah. in, uh, in in these major cities, and you got a lot of consultants. And yeah, so, yeah. with a lot of consultants, they ain't doing everything. So they partner with this person to do this part of yeah, the work, yeah. and they're partnering with this firm to do this part so of the work. The ecosystem, the money is flowing. Yeah, and with everybody having their own relationships mm -hmm. and value, it seems like a powerhouse. Yeah, when yeah. you put put forward the deal, yeah, it is a powerhouse when it you is. come unified like that. Yeah, right. And so that was beautiful to see that folks didn't mind. Like, hey. $500,000 contract out. Hey, you want to get on this deal with yeah. me? Like, hell yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I thought that was dope <laughs> to the point that when I came back to Memphis, mm -hmm. um, there was a government uh, deal, um, a government agency that was looking for some work. Okay. And uh, But I couldn't do it all. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I called up some friends. I was yeah. like, hey, look, it's a deal that I know you can be a part of to mm -hmm. help win this. And then I'm going to call this person, and then they be this part of the yeah. deal. And then we go together as a, a, a trifecta, mm -hmm. bring all our yeah, resume yeah. and client bases to the to the proposal to pitch it. Yeah. And knock the part, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, we won that deal, and then because... We How big able, was that deal? Was it, it wasn't even big. Okay. It was like $75,000. Okay, but still. You I don't like know that. what's big, so that's subjective. So I apologize yeah, for yeah. belittling if somebody was like, hell, $75,000, that's a yeah. lot of money. I apologize, yeah. but... Um, that was $75,000 that, one, I was blessed to be able to put in my friend's pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But showing that the money is there, the teams is there. The, the teams execution. Are there, yeah, we just got to do it. Yeah, you know, and yeah. come together and not be... Because we'll look at the deal and say, oh, they need this. Well, I guess I can't apply. Yeah, yeah. And now nobody ain't got no money. That's real. <laughs> you know? But so. with the network, bro, that's, man, that's, you dropping some gems, man, man. because there's a lot of people out there that look at these contracts and what they say is, like you said, is, I don't necessarily have the ability to do all of it. And then they, they just like, yo, I can't do it. Yeah, but yeah. The genius thing in what you said, bro, is how can I pull in different components bro. to be able to make this happen? And we have the, the, once you look at it as a whole, we have the talent to be able to do For it. Sure. We may not all have the money, but if we come together and do it, man, we can make it, make it happen. Yeah. Walk and, me back, man. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no like I don't and, and the crazy part is, man, we don't even be needing as much money as we be thinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We hustlers. We yeah. come from Memphis. You don't need much. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's real too. You know, it's 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 about, you know, having the skill set, um, and having the 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 drive to be like, how do we get this deal to happen? Yeah. Who do we bring in? How do we put this together? 
to make it come to life. And that's just all it is. Yeah. We just got to spend more time applying knowledge. Yeah. You know. Let me ask you this, man, because I like I like kind of what, what, what this conversation is headed, man, because I've always been interested in this. With your firm, 3i, I know you've landed some huge accounts. You guys yeah. have been recognized. Now that you talk a little bit about some of the, the yeah. accolades and things like that that you guys been able to accomplish. But I'm just curious, man. On just a percentage basis, how many of your projects do you do you think you used collaboration with to be able to, to land these deals? Most. Wow. Uh, most. Because even if it's not a collaboration based in the sense of, hey, let's partner, yeah. we still use vendors and subcontractors gotcha. for a lot of stuff, okay. right? Okay. And so um, we have a... We for it's like and and even this to this day. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you. So the the, the there was a, a agency that acquired three eyes. Still an agency that did social impact. Uh, okay. Think Rubik is a social impact okay. uh, firm um, and, and does some of the uh, does the things that three I did plus more. Okay, right. And so super heavy in strategy, super heavy in uh, community engagement and government relations. Okay, right. And so um, even at uh, Think Rubik's like. The thing is about partnerships, vendors, having solid experts around you that can support you. And yeah. so um, we, we we have people that are really, really smart at the things that they do yeah. elevate the work mm-hmm, that we mm-hmm. do. And so uh, with 3 I man, I could say probably 75 to almost 90% of the work. Wow. We worked with somebody else, yeah, right? Yeah. Some projects internally, we we're yeah. keeping in most, a lot, most stuff in-house, but... Again, it's not about what you keep to yourself. It's about mm-hmm. how do you elevate the client. Yeah, you know, I could design, mm-hmm. but the, the 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 type of design that this client needs to be successful, I'd rather this person yeah bring their skills to for it. Sure, you for know sure. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah, I can shoot you a video. Mm-hmm. Or, the type of video you need to turn up, yeah. this person Somebody is, else can do it. is yeah. super great at that type of video. For sure, for sure. You know, and so it's about finding, again, the players that's going to make this particular project mm-hmm. win great, grow and build and have a whole lot of impact on yeah. the people, you know, and so. Once you think about collaboration and structuring those type of deals, man, <clears throat> I think we're talking about this education and first first generation really tapping into like this this whole new level of wealth. Mm-hmm. So we got to understand too, there's a level of education in everything that we do that we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you think about collaborations, I can just almost feel the frustration of someone trying to structure a deal to bring to somebody else. Like what does that look like ego wise, you know, percentage wise? Like how do you even come to somebody with a deal to collaborate with them to, to, to successfully see that all the way through to the end? You know, I think it's different for different industries, and okay. I think it's a challenge until you learn how to do it. Yeah. I, you know, and so for me, I so also me tapping into real estate. Okay. Um, I'm learning that deal is trying to collaborate on that deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally different yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on on a marketing deal, right? Okay. And one, you know, one way is just like from from a marketing agency perspective, it's like how much you charge, yeah. what's your cost, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm really big on giving people their value. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to shortchange you on, yeah, you know, that's so, the work to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to you place your value, and mm-hmm. we if and I'm gonna be honest with you, if yeah. I can afford it, yeah, we moving forward. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, I'm gonna be like, thank you for your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hackle you now. If you choose to say, hey, mm-hmm. that's on you. Yeah. 
But I <laughs> I, I like to know your numbers. And so, like I tell folks all the time, tell me your numbers. I'm going to put it in the proposal. And if we win, we win. For sure. Get your numbers. Um, the other way is if the client got like a budget or something, mm-hmm. and I know how much we need to have. Yeah. And so then I'm analyzing how much money we got left over on this deal. And I'm like, hey, you know, here's the RFP. I create our own RFP type yeah, situation yeah, yeah. to say, hey, look, here's the what we need. Here's the budget okay. that we have for this section yeah, of work. Yeah. Um, and we'll shoot it to a couple of different folks and mm-hmm. say, hey, look, anybody interested in y'all down? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, we do it that way too. So it's a mm-hmm. couple of different ways. Um, and some deals is like, Depending on how much work it is, yeah. we going. We could do this 33, 33, 33. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, and, and it's also like, what other values come to the deal? Because mm-hmm. it's also like, you may be able to do the skill, but I found the deal. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And I'm the face of the deal, and mm-hmm. I got the relationship to the deal. You know, and so maybe I ain't doing much work. Yeah, you know, but I'm gonna get my cut in because I yeah. brought the deal to the table and I lead it to the end. Yeah, 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 for so, sure. Man, it's a lot of ways to skin this it's just cat. It's communication, bro. Because yeah. even saying that, you know, some people will bring a deal to the table knowing that they don't necessarily going to do any of the work. Yeah. And they just going to be the face and they're going to be the one that walk. But instead of communicating it up front and laying the cards on the table, some people will try to act like they're going to do more for a larger percentage. So, man, I like that transparency and the communication man, of it all. I don't, I, 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 I've seen it from other folks, but yeah. for me, man, like, be straight up with me, yeah. um, especially when we dealing with our friends. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like I don't want <laughs> you preaching that, bro. Like with my friends, I wanna, I wanna win together, and I wanna win long term. So yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you on nothing. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? I ain't gonna hide nothing. If my friends, I'm not gonna hide nothing from you. I'm gonna give you way more game. Yeah, way more insight. I'm gonna give more work than I supposed to if the yeah. deal, however, is structured. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just in business, man. Like I think. The communication has to be there because then it starts getting lopsided and people yeah. not trusting folks yeah, and yeah. people looking at it wrong and questioning if this was a good deal. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, even if that deal is successful, is that person going to want to work with you the second time yeah. around? And so now you may lost out a, a key player in your success for the next uh, project. So yeah, you got to think long term. Yeah. A lot of people don't. They look at the here and the now and you'll mess up a relationship that could be way more profitable later, man. But sure. I think good in entrepreneurship is thinking two years, five years in the head. Like, I think it's a challenge, yeah. challenge, you know, because you're supposed to think about today. Yeah. <laughs> but as business owners, <laughs> we always trying to see, all right, what them dollars going to look like by the mm-hmm. end of the year? How many contracts we need to get to that? Yeah. Two years, three years. What's the valuation of our company mm-hmm. to that point? And so it's, you know, it's hard. But I try to think about all that stuff. Yeah, What's yeah, to, yeah. What relationships am I building today? How is going to support me in the next five to ten? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about that. Before we jump into, like, how do you network? How do you put yourself in a position, man? One of the things that I find very interesting is, but you said, it's not a lot of us in this particular space yeah. uh, that 3i has basically came in and created a blueprint for mm. How do you show up, bro, in these spaces dealing with officials? You're talking about mayors. You're talking about people that run the city. You know what I'm saying? So you got to show up in those spaces completely different. So as a young black African-American business owner starting this firm, you know what I'm saying, for the first time, first time, first generation entrepreneur, I don't do you have a, was your family entrepreneur? So first generation (laughs) entrepreneur, like, bro, how do you show up in those spaces? Talk to me a little about what does that look like? Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even lie to you. I think it's about, you know, 
when you get in the room, you shine. Okay. You, you know, like, if you ask to get in the room, yeah. do what you say you're going to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, I used to be real, like, try to be real, uh, what you call it, politically correct okay. in okay. these space. Uh, as I grew in this space, now I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> dog. You you if you value me yeah and the work that we've shown, the success that we've done then I don't have to put a a bow on me I'm yeah. not kissing ass I'm not yeah, doing yeah, none yeah, of that sure. anymore um I play the game yeah in a to a certain extent mm-hmm. but I want to be comfort comfortable and confident in myself yeah to the point that you hiring me yeah. and not a shell of me and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A button up version yeah, of me. Yeah, that's real, yeah. I want, you know, and that took time to get to and that yeah. took like work and success and mm-hmm. to allow you to have that confidence. But, you know, you walk in these rooms and you, you understand like these folks have cities, yeah. states, countries, I mean, organizations and communities to support and run mm-hmm. and, and uplift and build, man. It's like, you a sidekick to that. You a, yeah. you know you you are an agent to support them in their space and sure. and you know what you the the skills and the uh, insight and the things that mm-hmm. you bring to that room can make make a break them yeah. you know yeah. their future you know you got people that run for office and them like the type of materials you design the type <laughs> of storytelling you tell could help them win yeah. Or lose a a race. Yeah, Yeah. so you don't take that lightly. So, man, if you're going to come in them rooms, don't come in them rooms happy to be there. Like, come in and work. Time to play. Come in here playing. Well, come in here. It's game time. It's time to play. It's game time, bro. And and that's not saying you have to be perfect. I've seen a lot of folks lose waiting to be perfect. Mm. I've seen a lot of folks, a lot of creators, a lot of artists. Still being, despite they were yeah. X amount of years, because they're trying to find perfection. And yeah. I don't think that's the case, you know, but you got to put in mm-hmm. your time, um, you know, when you get in the rooms. And so they ain't, they ain't, they ain't intimidating sometimes, but yeah. most of the time now it's like, I know what my value <laughs> yeah, is. I absolutely. know what I can give you yeah. and I know what I can't. So yeah. I ain't going to lie to you and tell you I, I can do this if mm-hmm. I can't do it. And it may make me lose some money. Yeah, yeah. But... but you know, you gonna tr- you gonna value and respect me for not lying to you yeah. and selling you no dreams. That's real, man. You know? And I've heard to put it like this. Um, I know a lot of people, man, undercut themselves or they show up in these spaces, and the price and the the value doesn't line up, and you end up doing the project, and you can't even really capitalize off it because you don't have the capital to be able to see the project all the way through. Man. So just like you said, man, you gotta know what you bring to the table and what it takes for you to execute on their vision. And if they don't, they can't pay for it, then, yo, they can't afford it. They can't afford it. Can't they, discount, but yeah. you know, pricing is going to be every entrepreneur's uh, roadblock. Yeah. Is any industry you in, anything you're doing that costs money, it's going to be a roadblock. Uh, and so I don't expect nobody to have that, that yeah. situation perfect. Pricing is... It's, it comes with confidence. It yeah. comes with experience. It you know it comes with risk. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Like you know it comes with research too. Man, mm-hmm. like know your industry. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Like I was, and I remember one period, man. I was selling like a website for like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, and uh, I was working at a nonprofit when I was <laughs> doing them. 
and I'm selling and I'm selling them for like 25 and the nonprofit ends up like a I guess a partner to the nonprofit ends up looking for a what new website redesign. Okay. And so they was like, Kenny, you got experience in website design. Mm-hmm. Can you sit on this team to help pick the web agency? Yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? And experience so, for so I want to see, because I want to see their proposals. Yeah. Man, I got to look at the proposals and these folks sending proposals for 50000 for the website. Wow. 45 <laughs> for the website. And the one that won charged 30 for the site. And they, their proposal was beautiful. I'm yeah. talking about beautiful back then. 20 pages mm. when the other folks was asking for 50 and it was like one page, yeah, yeah. two page. And um, and so saw that proposal and I fell in love with their company. Yeah. But then it was like, hey, they charging 30000 and you basically giving yeah. them the same thing they giving. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, all right, <laughs> let me set my bar a little higher. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Okay, now we're doing... Fifteen thousand. Let yeah. me see if I could get comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another thing about pricing is around like, um, like knowing who your audience is for the pricing. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah. saying? I think a lot of times like, I see it. You know, with any any space that we be in, like the price don't go for the audience. Yeah, that they looking at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it typically lower? I mean, just regardless, regardless it, it, okay. so regardless, you know, the thing is, what I like to tell folks is Toyota mm-hmm. ain't chasing Bentley clients. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. Bentley ain't chasing Toyota clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They going to the audience that can afford them, that likes their work, yeah. and have the money to do that. That's real, yeah. So when, if I'm selling $2,500 websites and there's the audience for that, that yeah. I... I know when I jump up to fifteen to or thirty thousand for mm-hmm. my website, that audience That's not the audience. That ain't yeah. the audience. <laughs> that audience gonna disappear. And yeah. am I okay with the audience disappearing? Mm-hmm. And do I got the time and the skills or the relationships to market yeah. to this new audience to pay these bills gotcha, for this gotcha. thirty thousand dollar website? Mm-hmm. And so people got to understand that when they looking at yeah, pricing. pricing for, for sure. sure. Man, take take me back. I want to jump back just a little bit because I know we was talking about acquisitions. And yeah. one of the questions I had about it was the systems of the business because we was talking about what do they look for when they buy the company. Mm-hmm. I know you were saying bottom line, uh, custom, book of mm-hmm. customers is good. How big was the systems in, in the business? Did y'all have a lot of systems? Is that one of the key things that helped man, as well? our system was solid, man. I okay. can't lie. And it wasn't on me. Like, I like to tell folks all the time, like, my team built this company. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Explain it. Like, the, when, I, when we started to hire, I told everybody – that I hired was like, look, this is a plane that's yeah. getting built while it's flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm hiring like you to help build it. Mm-hmm. I'm not hiring you to sit back and chill yeah. in, a, in a plane. This ain't Apple or Google. Yeah. You get what I'm wow. saying? Like, yeah. this is a plane where you got to find the problems mm-hmm. or at least recognize the problems and help bring solutions to yeah. the table to help build it. Keep this thing in the air. This ain't no, it ain't nothing here. Like, mm-hmm. people, they were coming into the company and like, where the SOP for this or yeah. the SOP for that? And I'm like, what's the SOP? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, so you need to help me find out what that looks like. And, sure. and it may be in my brain. Yeah. But you're going to have to help me bring this to life. Absolutely. That's and so, yeah. that was 
from the operations of the company to the client relationship of the mm-hmm. company to the marketing and sales of the company. Yeah. Even with how we ran the, the client work, it's yeah. like we had to start building processes even in the fulfillment side. And everybody mm. came to the table and was like, we should do this. I saw this. I was reading this book yeah. and I saw this podcast and here's some tips we should download this type of mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. everybody brought pieces to the table. How do you create that culture, bro? Because I've ran a company and had upwards of 13 employees at one time, you know, and nobody was generating ideals. And I know it's a result of leadership. I'm, you know, I can look back on and, and, and recognize that in my journey. Uh, leadership is huge. And yeah. from what I can hear, man, your leadership had to be on point to be able to activate other talent to be able to help you build your company. Like, how did you create that culture? What was it? I don't know. Yeah. I'm honest. I'm honest. Okay. So I would tell you, hey, we broke. Yeah. <laughs> we broke. And <laughs> if you want to get paid tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> you know, we going to have to do more than just the work. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and you know, like I said, I was able to put them in that space before they accepted the job. So yeah. they knew what was up. where they were coming. This ain't no... This wasn't a 25, 50 employee space. Yeah, yeah. It was just you in that, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we got an operations department. Yeah, yeah one person. For sure. <laughs> you know, we got an accounts team, one person. We got one designer. Mm-hmm. One is all you. Yeah. And so if this part of the work isn't successful, yeah. it's because you didn't come in and you was dependent on me. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and let's not be, you know, I'm honest. Like, yeah. I know that, you know, I had a role in that, and I did support, and yeah. they was looking at me for guidance. Mm-hmm. But they brought in their own experience. They brought yeah. in that, the things that they saw was wrong, and they, you know, and it worked that way, yeah. man. And so we was able to build. We had systems. We had a flow. Like sure. I, we had a process from you. The time you say you interested mm-hmm. in working with us to the time you get a, you know, a guide dog on. We put out a case study yeah. about your project. Like mm. we had a whole flow for okay. that. We had a flow for hiring subcontractors, yeah. hiring employees. We had them all built out because yeah. we were going through it, man. And for so, sure. you know, yeah. That's what, how many team members did you have before uh, y'all got acquired? Man, we had ebb and flow. Okay. And so, like, it was five of us when we left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we had like early in the first half of the year, we had like eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's just like. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, it, 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 with the the economy, with you know, with just overall employee yeah. retainability, all mm-hmm. those things playing a role. So I can't, I wouldn't say like, f- you know, full time and then having yeah. part time and contractors. You have about twenty people working with you for sure, for sure. at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just not on payroll yeah. like consistently with your benefits and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So I say. We walked we when we walked out it was five full time, but yeah. you know, you have up to about fifteen folks on a project, on different projects helping you win. Um for so. sure, for sure. That's what's up. So look, bro, take take me back a little bit, man, because I'm 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 in I'm infatuated with like the mindset. Okay. Because I do believe that you know most of the money that you make as an entrepreneur is from the neck up, which is mean is your mind. It's not from the neck down, which is the physical side. What does that development look like for you, bro, as an entrepreneur? What is your education? Do you read a lot? Do you go to conferences, mentorship? Like, mm. what does that foundation of education look like for you? Hmm. <sighs> That's interesting. Yeah. And I think I've done 
all of those things okay. to a certain degree. And I realized like different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've always been entrepreneurial. And when I was a little kid, I'll be drawing and I'll knock on the doors of next door neighbors to yeah. sell the drawings for 25 <laughs> cents. Like I've been doing, I've been a hustler, okay. right? I think transitioning from a hustler to a business is, is something that needs to be in another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit has always been there. Okay. But I think this, for me, I'm really big on applied knowledge. Okay, okay. Right? A lot of times I see a lot of folks read mm-hmm. and go to conferences and have 27 mentors. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, um, just a just a rush of entertainment for them yeah. because they don't know how to apply it, mm. right? I got you. I you got know you. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Have you ever had like somebody that you would give the the whole step by step process yeah. of how to do it, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Hell yeah, I got yeah. you, I got you," and then you check back in and they did nothing, yeah, nothing, and you were like, "Bro, we just gave you the game. Yeah. You went to the conference, the conference step by step. Mm-hmm. They even t- gave you the business card yeah. to call them if you need help for sure." And you still didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's why do like, you think that's so? Man, we just we don't as, as, as our education system don't teach apply at the application of knowledge. Okay, okay. You know, it we we praise people for remembering. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We give you valid Victorian because you remembered enough work successfully to make straight A's or yeah, get a GPA. Yeah. You know, you get a degree in college to remember enough to take the test and pass yeah. the test. It's not a concept of application unless mm-hmm. it's uh, medical yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, uh, uh, engineering or For something sure. like yeah, that. Yeah. But a lot of times, like, the our education system isn't set up to teach people how to get this information, yeah. remember this information, and then use it in a way that will make you successful. For sure. For and sure. so, for me, that was super important Yeah, that it the information that I was getting wasn't just entertainment. Yeah. And that's yeah. all it is if you ain't applying. It. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been there, bro. I watch YouTube for hours, hours, hours. Ooh, that's a great idea. It's great. And never do anything. Yeah, man. yeah. And I had to go through these phases where I literally, I'm not watching YouTube this month at all. For I don't sure. know. No more information because I got enough that I need to act on. Man, I had to do one of the opposites yeah. where I had to say, hey, take this in and don't apply it. Mm. Like, Everything that you you learn yeah. don't have to be applied today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like I, cause I'm that. Like I'm. All right, this is an issue going on yeah. in America. How do I respond to it right yeah, now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm looking at it from all angles, trying to say like, how do I take this information because it, it means something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a reason if you're watching this podcast right now, it's a reason why you're watching it, and yeah. it's something you're supposed to get out of it. Absolutely. And you need to be in a space where you take it. And you obviously you feel fulfilled when you get it or inspired. Yeah. But you need to walk out that door and start putting it into action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it ain't gotta be granular. Yeah. It could go piece by piece. One step at a time. One yeah. step at a time. But the thing is, man, we just gotta start acting yeah. and we don't do that. And so that's really what it is. Like I'm I read, I watch the YouTube, yeah. I I watch the podcast, I uh I have mentors. I have a bunch of different mentors, and they're dope as hell. But, man, even one of my mentors in D.C., before he became my mentor, he was like, I'm just going to throw you in this room. Yeah. And if you work that month, 
You'll get anything Damn. you want from me. Actually, sometimes all we need. Yeah, yeah. but he was like, I don't put my, I don't put people in room and they fold and they don't do what they say they're gonna yeah. do and they just talking. Yeah, put me in a room and I, I now I could call him for anything yeah. I want. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Show up for yeah, sure, man. So look, man, this conversation can go so many different directions, man, because you're brilliant. You know what I'm saying. I, I know that you that. know your stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And I've watched the moves that you've made, so we can hit on any one of these topics. Yeah, and we can roll sure. on them. I know this because yeah. we've had a conversation, man. But do me yeah. a favor, take me back just a little bit. What was your childhood, man? I know we grew up uh, mm-hmm. in the same neighborhood, yep. man. Yep. Played on the same street. Yep. You know, yep. Ralph so tough yep. and all that. Yep. So take me back, man. Let, let everybody kind of know your background a little bit, man. So, um, man, born and raised North Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I. Like I said, I've always been entrepreneurial. Um, I uh, graduated high school, wanted to do music. Okay. I wasn't really into college like that, but everybody else was going. Yeah, girls was going, so I'm like, <laughs> obviously, I need it's to a go. Good reason to go. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my, uh, I tell you, man, a lot of my, uh, uh, how can I say this? How, like a lot of me getting in a pot, a good space. Like I mm-hmm. was, you know rough around the edges or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to make terrible conduct grades in school, but yeah. man, like, <laughs> I remember, man, my, they was like, uh, I, I saw these women, these girls walking into this room, and I was mm-hmm. like, excuse me, guidance counselor, where they going? Yeah. And she was like, that's student council. Uh-huh. And I was like, how do I get in student council? And she was like, well, you probably need to change your your end to yeah. an E sometime. And I was like, wait, <laughs> all I got to do is not talk in class mm-hmm. and I can get in, be yeah. around them? Say, listen, <laughs> I never made another bad yeah. conduct grade in my life. What right? college did you go to, bro? I went to Middle Tennessee State. That's right, that's right. Yeah, MT. and so I went to MTSU. Even MT was the situation. So I didn't plan on graduating. I wanted to find me a rapper. Mm-hmm. I was producing. Wow. And I just wanted to, we make a project and we get famous and dip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so had no intentions <laughs> on, on you know, uh, finishing school. Mm-hmm. But I went, I'm like, I know how to make music. So let me just take marketing yeah. to learn how to promote my music. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So took the marketing, uh, was in marketing as my major. Um, but the business side was really hard. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you ever take statistics, man. That's like the worst class ever. Um, And so I transitioned from uh, marketing a major to advertising major. You got to do a lot more creative work. Gotcha, gotcha. And so you got to do writing and design and all these types Mm. of things in that space. And so um, I ended up switching over to my major, which made me stay longer. Uh, And I was partying and shit in school, so I got kicked out. (laughs) And so I was sleeping on couches. I was homeless in college. but I got kicked out, and so not necessarily kicked out where I couldn't attend MT, yeah. but I had lost my financial aid, okay. so I had to- like an uh, academic probation yeah, type? Okay. No, no, academic done. Yeah. And so the only way you can come here is if um, you pay out of pocket. Okay. And so- What was that, your Sophomore year? What year was yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. I said, this, it, <laughs> I, was there, I was in college for six years, yeah. so uh, it was one of them years. Yeah. Um, but I- um, during that time, I'm only taking like one or two classes that semester, okay. so I got a lot of free time. And so I'm in the library, yeah. and I'm hanging with the graphic designers, mm-hmm. and so I'm learning how to teach myself graphic design. Yeah. And so they in there, and they doing stuff, and I'm like, how you do that? Yeah. How you yeah. move that tool over there? And so 
started learning, getting good at graphic design mm-hmm. to the point that I started uh, doing the flyers on the events on campus, yeah. and, and I became the flyer guy. Yeah, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> and, very um, easy to do. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, like we had the same path, yeah. so uh, was able to do that. Uh, and, and after then, I started working at an agency while I was in college, mm-hmm. um, and then because. Crazy politics, man. One of my frat brothers was like, hey, Kenny, I want you to help me run my campaign. Okay. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so we went to this agency that who was going to do his marketing. Okay. And so I meet the, the owner of the agency, and we talking, and he said, hey, you know how to use Twitter? Mm-hmm. And Twitter had just dropped or something. And he was like, you know how to use Twitter? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, you want a job? Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. It was like, well, I got about six clients that mm-hmm. need somebody to run their social media. Mm-hmm. And so I'm running six clients, Facebook page. Yeah. This is when it was Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think too many people mess yeah, with Google Plus. Yeah, that's when Google Plus uh, uh, situation <laughs> was there. Uh, running Yelp accounts. Yeah. Oh. Man, you got dropped in the fire early, bro. Man, yeah. and so that allowed me to learn a little bit of agency life uh, for that time being. Okay. And, and then a week before uh, graduating, I got laid off. Mm. Uh, we had lost like two major clients okay. that had... Okay. Social components and they couldn't they like we can't pay you yeah oh uh, <laughs> and so I was like I'm not gonna try to f- fight in this industry in Nashville so yeah. let me go to Atlanta where the opportunity may be better yeah yeah so went to Atlanta and um, I couldn't find a job mm-hmm. one of them situations where you like you're overqualified for this position and you're yeah. underqualified for that position yeah 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 um, but I was able to pay my bills. Through doing party flies okay. and stuff, so I'm like it's freelancing. Yeah, I'm like, all right, so I can still live. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> with this this gig. Yeah, and so um, I get a call from Tri-State Defender. Okay, they're like, hey, we're looking for somebody to run our digital department. Uh, you want the job? Are you willing to come back to Memphis? I'm like. Let me go get order this mega bus ticket. Yeah. Right quick player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way. Uh, so. Uh, came back home, <laughs> did digital for Tri-State Defender. Uh, shout out to uh, to Bernell Smith, uh, RIP. Yep. Um, but he gave me an opportunity uh, to not only like do digital, but also learn the the media space. Yeah. You know, um, I thought it was super interesting learning newspapers, the media, and yeah. how much power it had. <clears throat> and, you know, you know, I ain't take that lightly, yeah. and so. But uh, I left that to go back to freelancing. Um, I wanted more creative control, yeah, like yeah. you know, doing small ads for coupons and stuff. Yeah, you know, it, whenever I was able to do design, it wasn't where I wanted to go. So with their blessing, I was able to you know dip uh, and was still able to work with Tri-State Defender. So yeah. if you see like if you ever get a printed copy of the Tri-State Defender. And you see the big logo on the front. Mm-hmm. I did that okay. um, while I was there. Yeah. Um, and so um, got to do that, did the freelancing. And at that point, that's when I discovered the political marketing. Yeah, yeah. So got into political marketing, was doing people uh, campaigns yeah. um, and and fell in love with that, that space. Yeah. 
Said, I want to do more. Called my mom. I said, hey, mom, I'm leaving. I'm going to D.C. She said, that's cool. When, yeah. you, when you thinking about moving? I said, next week I'm gone. <laughs> and she was like, wait, what? Yeah. I'm like, I'm out of here because <laughs> packed up my PT cruiser and I got ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, and it's been up from there, man. That's what's up, bro. Look, man, this is your story is so interesting to me. And I know there are so many things that we can dive into. Yeah. Uh, but for the sake of time, bro, let, let's do yeah. this. Uh, I want to know what's next for you because I know... That you know, you you're married. You got a, a new baby girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just got acquired. Yeah. So life looks different, you know. Yeah. Uh, so kind of what's next for you? What does life look like now, man? As a successful entrepreneur that's gotten acquired, like when you wake up, man, how you feeling? What does your day look like? Well, so our acquisition was different from a, a traditional sale when you sell your company and you don't work there anymore. Yeah. And so for for us, uh, think Rubik, it's like a parent company. Okay. For for three I. And so, uh, Three Eyes role has evolved to be in more of a design studio okay. uh, to not only support the big projects for uh, Think Rubik, mm-hmm. but also being able to be a support system to take on some of them smaller projects that the big agencies ain't able to handle. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And so, uh, which is super dope uh, mm-hmm. because we get to go back to some of that root work that we wanted to do in the first place, helping sure. some of those small folks uh, be able to have big brands and visuals. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. Uh, and so with that, I'm a, a principal for the organization for Think Rubik. So okay. um, I still have a book of business yeah. uh, with the clients that we brought over from uh, 3i. Okay. Um, okay. And we still get to do this dope, amazing work on yeah. like really bringing impact to the communities through communication, up, yeah. storytelling, engagement. And so that's my day My day. Um, my day-to-day working mm-hmm. with uh, Think Rubik's. It's an amazing firm, um, offices in, you know, Arkansas, D.C. Yeah. Um, and was, we're doing work in South Africa. Oh, you know, wow. we're, it's fun, it's man. Dope, it's, it's, yeah. it's super dope. And so it's, it's really cool because I really wanted to get in a space where I didn't have to think everything by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and then I wanted to be able to add value to bigger projects, yeah, bigger scale yeah. projects. And so we really get to do that work because the team is larger, yeah. the expertise is larger, um, the relationships yeah. are stronger. Um, so it's yeah. super dope being able to be on that <clears throat> team. Uh, but with that, I also get to now have a lot more time to focus on real estate. Yeah. Um, and so me and my wife have a real estate company um, that we're, we're, we're starting to grow. Okay. We have a few different, we've done some, the flipping, the yeah. fixing flips. We got some rentals and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we got land. We, we, we're getting in this space, but yeah. we're, we're itching to move towards some of the, uh, commercial real estate investing. Okay. Okay. Um, and so that's going to be fun. But like I said, we're in the beginning phase. And so we st- start like brick by brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not one of them things where we rushing to feel like we got to be, you know, <laughs> buying, uh, you know, 300 story buildings or anything right <laughs> yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. but uh, really just taking it all in, learning that game because yeah. it's totally different. For sure, for sure. Um, and so doing the real estate, and we got a couple of the other endeavors that we're looking to do and okay. invest in, um, you know. Uh, and so I think that's super, super fun. So yeah. I'm just, just learning the space. Yeah. I don't want to rush anything. For sure. Um, I, I, I don't want to feel like pressure to have to keep doing stuff like yeah. what's next what's mm-hmm. next um so i'm just taking my time with the yeah. acquisition appreciating it taking it all in transitioning into this new space mm-hmm. um adding value in yeah. this new space and then you know find out how to support um 
in other spaces with the skills and yeah. the education that I've been able to uh, acquire over time. For sure. Bro, <clears throat> this has been a dope conversation. Yeah. It has been profitable. I say that quite often, uh, you know, in these interviews, you know, because, man, the level of game that you just gave, and, and it's, so, it's so interesting to me because it all comes in different formats. <clears throat> Sometimes you, you're used to getting game just from reading this one, two, three, ABC. Yeah. But, you know, from what you just communicated, your whole story and how you've moved and transitioned, bro, it's so much game in, mm. in your journey, man. So yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for sharing this. Me, yeah, man, look, I want to do this. I want to give people an opportunity to be able to keep up with you. Yeah. So if you could share your social medias, let people know how they can keep up with you. And what I want to do in closing, there is somebody on the other end of this camera that's looking at you probably at the same age that you were when you started 3i, and they're trying mm -hmm. to figure out, bro, what are the, the steps? What should I be doing right now to position myself to go from startup to acquisition? I know we didn't get a chance to jump into a lot of mm -hmm. it, man. We, yeah. I'm going to have to bring you back for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, but, man, any parting advice that you can give an entrepreneur, man, that'll be great. Man, listen. I told you guys, grab a pen and a pad, man. This conversation has been extremely profitable. Do me a favor, man. If you guys are finding value out of this content, hit the subscribe button. Also, hit the notification button so that you can continue to get uh, information and interviews like this. Our goal with the Equity Tap, of course, is to help you raise your business IQ so that you can tap into your full business equity. So do me a favor, subscribe. Also, I'm going to drop all of Kenneth's uh, information below. So make sure y'all go follow him on social. Uh, drop some fire in the comment, man, if y'all got some value out of this, just to show him some love for, for coming through, man, and just sharing a massive amount of game, man. So look, <clears throat> bro, I know you're extremely busy, so I appreciate you taking time man, out of your day to do this, me. man. Yeah. And as you continue to grow, I got to get you back on the show, man. For sure. yeah. So look, man, I'm going to pass it to you. I'm going to let you close it out, man. The floor is yours. Let people know again how they can keep up with you. And any closing advice you got, man, it's all yours. Yeah, man. Um, Again, Kenneth Worlds. Um, you could uh, find me on social media, Kenneth Worlds, um, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Kenneth Worlds Jr. Again, I'm a junior, so if you're searching Kenneth Worlds, you're probably going to see my daddy as well. <laughs> Shout out to my daddy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, you find me on social media on all the different platforms. Um, if you're in, in the work looking for a marketing agency or someone to help you, uh, with your brand or even in this social impact space, yeah. uh, visit uh, thinkrubix.com. Um, and then when it comes to just advice, man, I think it's about, you know, um, one, you know, think about the problem, solve the problem. Yeah. I, I'm not really big on passion. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of folks are big on passion. Mm -hmm. You can find passion within solving problems, but yeah. I think real success is about how do you solve a problem? How do you add value to a problem and change it for the better? Yeah. Uh, people people love being around people that uh, know how to uh, solve a problem for yeah. them, um, and and that's what's how successful people come to come to life. They find something, they find a gap, they find somewhere where it's it's, it's a struggle, it's an issue, and they find how yeah. how to make that better. Yeah. Um, whether it's hair care, whether it's marketing, whether it's tennis shoes or whatever yeah, the, yeah. the industry may be, man, uh, solve the problem. Yeah. Just don't do it because you've seen somebody else make money from it. Yeah. Um, and then my last thing is, man, uh, man, don't be scared to invest in an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep you an accountant from the beginning, man. Like, you got to. Like, the, the knowledge they have around <laughs> finance and how you grow finances is a... Uh, super important yeah. and you start learning 
pieces of the puzzle that you didn't know you need to know. Yeah, yeah. When you have somebody around you helping you from taxes to payroll. Mm-hmm. You know, I called my accountant and I told her, I was like, hey, I feel like a drug dealer yeah, yeah. with how I'm doing stuff. Yeah. I need you to guide me to turn this sure. into a business. I think we used the same firm. Yeah, 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 yeah. we did. Uh-huh. We did. Sure. So like that's how I was like, hey, I need you to guide me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And she helped from the beginning of the, you know, of the company to the end of it. Yeah. She she was in there. So it's definitely get one of those, man. Yeah. Bro, look, let me do this, man. Let me give you your flowers, dog. Because man, seeing, you know, growing up as kids, bro, you know, running the streets in North Memphis as young teenagers, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? With no clue on what we was gonna do. You know what I'm saying? No real model. But bro, to see you come out on the other end, man, to see both of us just kind of sitting here and I'm I've been reminiscing the whole time, like we're thinking about how we grew up. Yeah. And man, this is dope, bro. So I want to give you your flowers. Congratulations, bro, on everything that you've been able to accomplish, bro. I'm proud of you. I appreciate it. And that's same, same, because I know like you know, we had these conversations in the past, man. So I don't want it to look like it's, I know it's your show to, you know, ask yeah, me yeah, questions. Yeah. But, man, bro, the work that you're doing, we see it. Like, you Appreciate know, it, and, and you. I've been, you know, you know, supporting you since you was in Chattanooga. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, like, keep doing the work. Keep bringing in, uh, uplifting these stories. Um, and I think, you know, uh, the, the audience is going to be super appreciative of that. Yeah, bro. for sure, bro. I appreciate that, dog. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, until next time, man, y'all stay tapped in.